Welcome to the Picks from the Yard podcast. I'm your host, Wayne Salvatore. Just a humble caddy trying to scratch out winners every week for you guys. Along with my friends, family, even acquaintances are welcome as long as they provide winners. Now that they've gotten legalized gambling here in Jersey, we're going to provide you with the hot selections every week. Picks from the yard, Pro Bowl edition. We uh, were down, and there were two. We got a little. Uh, we're on. We have a week off for. Well, not really. We got. Uh, we got the All Star Game of the NFL coming up uh, this weekend as preparations are made for the big, big game in uh, in, in next weekend. We are also. Uh, we're here to promote. We're going to do the live podcast again. Everybody that came out last year had a great time. Come on down to Carpe Diem. It's going to be on uh, Friday. It's going to be a nice happy hour one. I know everybody's thirsty when they get out of work on Fridays, so we uh, we, we moved it. It's going to be Friday at 6 o'clock on, uh, on the 31st, Friday of Super Bowl Sunday weekend. Uh, we'll, we'll keep pumping out the date and the time there, but uh, we would love everybody to come out. We had a great time last year, um, and uh, it was it was a lot of fun, and uh, and it's going to lead into uh, into my birthday celebration. So, uh, you know, I'm going to tack that on to try to try to squeeze people into coming out. It will be, uh, it'll be good. Carpe Diem, 14th and Grand in Hoboken, New Jersey. It's going to be like a three-day extravaganza. Oh, like yeah. The podcast, your birthday, then the Super Bowl. And for all you listeners out there who want to chime in, you know, we'll have we'll probably have a part of the podcast like we did last year where people can come up and 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 put in their two cents. So if you got all some your Monday morning quarterbacks, some comments or some picks, you know, get 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 go there and you'll be able to get involved. Everybody loves to taunt us on Mondays after our uh, our losing season, especially this year. Come on out, give us your uh, your your advice. We're going to be picking some pro- we picked a bunch of props last year, so we uh, and you know, anything you might want to uh, discuss, you can get on the show live at Carpe Diem. So uh, a quick recap. Uh, I just it's just me and uh, and me and my brother Richard in the studio this week. Uh, we uh, we went one and three last week to uh, sort of keep up. Uh, I feel what did everyone else get voted off the island? Yeah, we <laughs> should we should be the first two voted off the island. By the way, I don't know this is this doesn't bode well. There's this two teams Pro left and there's two uh, yeah, two <laughs> handicappers <laughs> left. I don't know what's happening. Quote here. unquote handicapper. Uh, we uh, we 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 didn't do so well last week, but it was like we were just. Discussing it before, like the fate for the both favorites and both overs to come in is crazy. That that almost never happens. Those are usually the most popular choices with the uh, with the public. And I was really really shocked that they uh, we were we were saying we we're actually nervous about San Fran after the first the, the results of the first game came in. We're like, oh boy. But uh, but San Fran prevailed for us and rolled uh, rolled Green Bay as we uh, we actually thought a lot of people it wasn't really a rocket science there thought the same way uh, the over did come in we had both unders and in the early game uh, uh, we, we we tried with Tennessee and uh, again once again they had a lead and uh, and KC is just I mean. We'll see. We'll see in the big game what happens. But that offense is insane. I, I just go down, and it's not an issue at all. If they have a great offense. 
But it, it part of the narrative for the Super Bowl is San Fran has a great defense and they're all healthy. So you have that great KC offense versus the great San Fran defense. So it'll be interesting. It's a great it's, on paper, it looks like it's going to be a great matchup. You know, they say championships. I mean, a defense is win championships. So, I uh, well, we won't, well, we're not going to discuss. We're not going to discuss the big game just yet. But uh, but it looks like it's going to be quite a showdown. A uh, couple of stories last week. The uh, we'll, we'll start with the Giants, who are assembling quite a coaching staff. They're basically grabbing every a bunch of guys that have been fired who are unsuccessful, and, uh, and uh, they 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 picked up Jason Garrett. That's <laughs> uh, you know. Uh, he was, uh, you know, coached uh, the Cowboys for a number of years and didn't really do, mu- didn't really accomplish too much. They got, uh, they, 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 then they, they grabbed their. Well, it's not official yet, but it looks like they grabbed Freddie Kitchens from Cleveland as uh, what, what, the tight. What did it? They say he might be the tight ends coach because they don't have a tight ends coach yet, and he was. He he had that position for uh, for Dallas years ago, and I think he overlapped with Garrett at Dallas. So they they're saying that. And that Garrett's going to be the offensive coordinator, but uh, I thought uh, the offensive coordinator at Dallas was was the real reason that offense clicked. This I don't even know what Garrett did. I, they called him the clapper. I feel like he was a cheerleader, but I guess we'll see. Uh, he was an it. offensive mind from years, but and he came from the offensive side of the ball without a doubt. But the last couple of years, it, especially this past year, it was more the coordinator. Um, I don't know. It seems like their coaching staff. What, what was the, the island of misfit toys? Yeah. They're basically picking up like guys that every other team's like, we don't want this guy. Like, oh, come on to the Giants, we'll take you. Well, it's going you know, to be really interesting. Very interesting that, uh, to see. Uh, right. See how it plays out. Yeah. Well, the, maybe the head coach is kind of smart because it's his first job, and he's like, I'm going to pick a bunch of guys that no one wants as a head coach. So maybe I'll be safe for a couple years because these guys were all failures as head coaches. It's uh, it's pretty fun. I just I don't know what what's going on there, but uh, I guess people who know people who are more knowledgeable than uh, than me are, are making these decisions. So we shall see. The other big uh, Derek Jeter Hall of Fame. He uh, he did not get voted in unanimously, and this is like uh, people are just. I, I mean, I could see both sides of this argument, but uh, he one guy vote didn't vote for him. There was one vote who who, who said no, not this year. Uh, so a couple, the Yankee fans are kind of like, what the heck? They're all up in arms, I, I, and I'm known as kind of a Jeter. Basher. Yeah, I got some texts right? that you were yeah, campaigning. Yeah, that I somehow had something to do with this. But here's the thing. I, I, you can't deny what he did on the field. He's a Hall of Famer. He's a first ballot all Hall of Famer, all-time great shortstop. But this is a thing that the writers used to do all the time. I looked it up. Joe DiMaggio, his first year of eligibility, got 44% of the vote. 44% of <laughs> the vote. Joe DiMaggio. He got fewer votes than this guy named Rabbit Maraville, who was a 258 career hitter. So, it, it, it you know, and he it took DiMaggio three years to get in. His second year he got up to 69%, then he eventually got in. So the writers used to always do this, not as much in, in the last few years. Mariana Rivera got in, you know, unanimously. So everyone thought that Jeter would, because who could vote against Jeter? But, you know, there's one rider, I think maybe he's like a Miami uh, a beat rider who's uh, angry and at what Jeter's doing to the Marlins. I, uh, whoever that guy is, I would love to, to buy him a beer. I'm not sure how I would be able to get in touch with him, but I love it because he's just like sticking it to the, the Yankee To be fans honest, or... it gave me a little bit of joy. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get unanimous. We're nothing if petty <laughs> exactly, sometimes on right, this yeah. podcast. 
Uh, we've been uh, we've been tracking uh, college basketball too, right around the corner. It's uh, once the Super Bowl ends, we got to uh, we got to jump in. It's been a crazy. It's uh, for anybody that's been paying attention. It's a wild year so far. It is a uh, wide open. Gonzaga's uh, the only team that's really really rolling, but. Historically, they, uh, you know, they, you know, I think they've made the final four. I should have had, I, I should have checked my stats here, but uh, they, they, you know, they haven't won at all, and they're the only team that's playing consistent. Uh, Duke lost two in a row. It's just wide open. These top teams keep getting knocked off, and uh, we've been, we've been dabbling, and uh, there's some money to be made out there on on these games because these dogs are, win- you know, they're covering, they're winning outright. So uh, it's been really, really exciting. We'll be, uh, we'll be sending some picks out on, uh, on Twitter starting. This week uh, on the Saturday card, right? And and Gonzaga looks very good. And now they they're in a conference where basically they're by far the best team. Although St. Mary's sometimes gives them a battle, so they probably have a clear path to be a number one seed, and you know potentially have a good shot to get to the Final Four. But then you know then they play teams that come from much tougher conferences. So you can make arguments for other teams. If you look at it from a gambling standpoint, you have you know a, a number of teams that are the favorites, and they're all 9 or 10 to 1, Gonzaga, Kansas, Duke, Louisville. So when the favorites are 9 or 10 to 1, there's a lot that it's you can look at and you can make some money. Sick. You have Baylor, who has one loss, who now is in one poll they're ranked number one. They're 15 to 1, and they're good. They, they beat Kansas at Kansas. They've beat some good teams. San Diego State is undefeated. They come from a weak conference. They're ranked fourth. They're thirty-three to one. North Carolina, who's struggling, is forty oh, to terrible. one. You have they're terrible. They yeah. are, but you 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 have some juicy odds. Duke is ten to one. So you really can you know get a good futures bet in there if you have an opinion right now. It's uh it's been great so far, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a crazy uh, crazy year for college hoops. It's gonna uh, be crazy. And I was looking at the rankings, and at the very bottom of the rank, I thought something. I'm like, am I seeing this right? Nope, it's true. Rank number twenty. Fourth in the nation. Are you, baby? Rutgers University. First what the time heck's since nineteen seventy nine. That's that right? right. Wow. Rutgers is in the top twenty five. They've been playing great. It's uh very exciting for the RU faithful, especially with the with the pitiful uh situation the football program's been in. A little a uh, little excitement. It's great. I I love it. Good, you know, it's good good to see uh see one of the local uh, squads here uh you know turning things around. They actually made the tournament when I was a student there and they won the A10 in uh 91 they but they they haven't been ranked uh since 79 so that shows you how crazy it is out there that's right people the scarlet knights are in the top 25 it's great it's great and i think they're third right now in the big 10 which is <laughs> shocking yeah they you know defeated a couple of good teams and uh no it's great i tried to see their futures odds but i forgot you can't bet on them no <laughs> they weren't yeah, i know oh a God. guy you got to you know take that through right. the uh, the gotta, okay. illegal uh, we can't right. discuss sure. that on air right. i know a guy who knows the guy. I should say. Uh, anyway, it's like we said the Pro Bowls this weekend, and uh, we're gonna we we got a couple of picks here. We're not we we're not uh you know we're not shying away. This game is uh some somewhat of a joke over the years. Uh, you know I don't we it's always on in the back. I'm usually bartending. I don't think if I uh, if I had the night off, I'd really be tuning in. But we do throw some action on it every year, and uh, historically it used to be a, a free. It was an ATM. You'd be able to get your you'd bet the over. Nobody tried, and you would you would have your bankroll for the Super Bowl for years. I mean, it just was like they it was a scrimmage to these guys, and uh, but then they locked it down like five years ago, four years ago. It stopped all of a sudden. They started uh they started playing. I 
they, yeah, they switched the format a number of years ago. They switched it back since then. But from 2011, 2011 2012, 2013, the game became a joke. You, you had a total of 96 points, then 100 points, then 97 points. Oh, man. After 2013, Roger Goodell threatened to do away with it because there was a lot of criticism from fans and from the media that it become a joke and no one's playing. And that's when they switched to the other format where they had like team captains, Deion Sanders, Michael Irvin. And since then, and you got the feeling the Players Association got involved and they didn't want to do away with it because it's a check for the players. So you got the feeling that they kind of said, well, we got to take this more seriously and not make it just this offensive showcase where everyone, you know, no one's playing defense. So since then, there's been six games. Five of them have gone under. The only one that went over went over by a point. And it's become just a much more low-scoring less like pass heavy game and i think you know that's maybe a trend that's going to continue because the game's gone well under for a number of years the number the total has gone down but 50 and a half yeah, which actually is kind of a low number. But I think everyone's going to look at that over. and look at the starting lineups and be like, oh, man, over. I'm betting the over. So I, you know. We're continuing to go against the obvious selections, which costs us money over the season. It's been killing us. It's been killing us. But you got to go with the sharp. Guns. you got to be sharp. Under yeah. 50 and a half. Just throw some money at it. That's the way the trend's been going. And uh, we usually wouldn't pick a side here, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take a pick this year though because we got uh, we got Harbaugh. G- is it a John or Jim coaching? It's I get them mixed up all the time. I think it's jo- who knows very the kids Jim and John. By the way, come on, John <laughs> Harbaugh will be yeah. uh, will be coaching. And if you look at his, I mean, this is like something you know. Some people are in are in the know on this, but he doesn't lose in the preseason. Like he tr- he plays, he coaches to win no matter the circumstances. So I think we're gonna take the AFC see this year I don't uh you know we I usually don't don't pick a side and uh and I think and he's got his quarterback in there so I think uh I I think so and I think Lamar Jackson looks so bad and got criticized for the playoff game that you never want to say oh he has something to prove in the Pro Bowl but maybe a little bit you know maybe he has such a bad taste in his mouth he wants to come out there and show that you know he is who people thought he was and I do like Harbaugh in a meaningless game as a coach I could see them maybe taking it a little more seriously then uh, Pete Carroll, who actually is also coaching his own quarterback, because Russell Wilson is, is on the other side. But I, I do like the AFC in this game. It's uh, it's basically a pick 'em. It's one point. We checked the number. Of, you know, the, the sites are all right around one point. So it's basically whoever, whoever you think is going to win. And we're backing the AFC. All right, Clegg's Corner returns. A little uh, minor setback last week. Uh, one and two, buddy? Yeah, it wasn't so bad. One and two. I mean, you know, better than 0 oh and three. That is, that's, that is true. Better, better, better than, than one and three. It's better than one and three, I think. <laughs> if I'm, not, I'm no math expert, but that I think percent-wise. Like we both had the same amount of wins. I don't know if it's better than one and three. <laughs> we'll, we'll take that up with Richard later. I later. hate being. Yeah. I, I'm, in, I'm in the studio with two Ivy Leaguers. I really. I need Dodge. I need somebody here to help. Uh, a gut. A even, gut guy yeah, on the gut the level. Score. One and two. One and three. Yeah. yeah. I. You know. I still. I really thought Watford was going to beat Tottenham. I don't know if you got to see that game because it was 7:30 in the morning. So I'm guessing was, no. No. Yeah. No. But uh, but Watford had a had a penalty kick and, I, and I'm like, all right, this is all working out. And then the, the keeper saved it. Ah. Oh, and then Tottenham wow. almost scored late That's too, rough. though. So I, it was actually crazy. You know, they have the VA. The um, video assistant referee, yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. and uh, the ball uh, came off a Tottenham player, was going over the line, and then a Watford player cleared it off the line, and all the Tottenham fans thought it was a goal, and they checked it. Almost all of the ball had rolled over the line, but just like 
a centimeter Ugh. hadn't crossed the line, so it was no goal. Ugh, so wow. close. Uh, who That's cares? I, yeah. I mean, you know, Tottenham fans can, well, this is a clean podcast, right? <laughs> but you said right, no ranting. You, you edit it. You said can, we're you not can ranting. yourself. There's yeah, no yeah, ranting. Yeah, yeah. You can do it right. No right, ranting right, yet. Right, right. The ranting will come later. The other one, we had Norwich City and Bournemouth in a draw, and uh, early red card for Bournemouth, and the penalty kick made it one nothing. That was never going to be a draw, so it's too bad. But Roma uh, was a laugher, 3-1. Yeah. So. That Count sounds like in. the fix was – that was the old Donahue way of fixing a game. You yeah, basically throw a, guy, get to, out. Throw, yeah, throw a yeah. guy out early in the game or get him in foul trouble. I, I, yeah. I want to look into that. <laughs> All right, we got three picks again this week, but there's no English Premier League this week. Oh, boy. Again? Yeah. What is this? It seems These like guys there was get a lot of breaks. There's on, no, there was break. no Spanish League a few weeks ago, right, um, because of their, their cup, their domestic cup. Now it's, it's time for the English League to do the FA Cup. So, I mean, you can bet the FA Cup games. I just don't like to do it because it, it's cra- the FA Cup is crazy. You always have, like, crazy upsets that you could never that's, predict. I, that's, no, that's where you make money, buddy. Let's do it. And there's Let's so many, the so many games to choose from, too. I, you know, check it out. Check it out. Maybe we'll do an alternate uh, Clegg's Corner that will only release on Twitter or something. I don't know. A but. spinoff with some crazy, crazy bets. Yeah, I'm staying away from it, though, for my, for my picks this week. It's not a bad idea. You know, I don't like all these breaks. And by the way, this might be coming to the NBA. This is the commissioner's idea that in the middle of the season they're going to have these little mini yes. tournaments. I'm not That's a fan. exactly what it's right? modeled after, yes. I don't think it's a good idea. I mean, Listen, I, I don't want to use a, a terrible word here, but these little ba- – I'll say babies because I want to keep it clean. Why don't you try looping, huh? Talk to me in Sweeney. <laughs> we go 30, 35 days without a day off, huh, exactly. buddy? It's That's physical right. labor there. <laughs> These guys can't play a simple game. It's unbelievable. No, I just want to clarify. They're not taking a break. They're just playing a tournament within oh, okay, the season. Okay. They're still <laughs> Sorry, playing. I'm ranting just, about the NBA. It's not, yeah, no. Well, then the same thing is going to be in the NBA. They're not actually going to break. They're just going to start playing a tournament within the season. So actually, they got to cut down the regular season to accommodate it, I guess. Well, I wouldn't mind some load management from looping. Let's see if I can talk to Sweeney about that. <laughs> Tell him to get in touch with Pop. <laughs> all right, all right. This week, uh, so no England, so we're going to go all around the continent here for our picks. Uh, we're going to start off in Germany. All right. Saturday, 9.30 a.m. Is it the Bundesliga? It's the Bundesliga. Bundes- I like it, yes. yes. These, are, these are not terribly hard to say, but I know you'll screw them up later. So uh, Red Bull Leipzig. Oh, Red Bull, uh, Red Bulls, right? That's the local team. Yeah, you can just say Red Bulls. That's fine. Uh, they're playing against Eintracht Frankfurt. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> you can just say Frankfurt. I'm jotting these down phon- phonetically. Is that my saying that right? <laughs> just say Frankfurt, like Frankfurter. Frankfurter. Okay. Yeah. I- Eintracht. Wasn't that one of Mozart's big hits? <laughs> Eintracht. <laughs> we'll, to, we'll check with David Martin on that. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, so uh, Leipzig's actually having a great season. Right at the top of the table, they're minus one thirty-seven on the road, so we're going to take the favorite here. All right, I like it. And uh, while we're talking about Germany, check out Jojo Rabbit, great film. Oh, yeah. Watched oh, it this yeah. past yeah, week. Yeah. Awesome, very funny. So then we're going to go over to Spain for our next game, Sunday, eight a.m. We've got Celta Vigo versus Ibar. Celta Vigo. Oh, those are easy. Yeah, yeah, relatively easy. And uh, and I like the tie here at plus two sixty. So these teams are both down at the bottom of the Spanish league. Last time we, if you remember, we did the uh, we moved the Premier League draw theory to Spain, and it came in for us. It worked so, out. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to go for that again. Plus two sixty for the draw. Then we're going to go to Italy. We're going to bet Roma for the third straight week. We we bet against them. Then we bet for them. And now we're going to bet 
The draw. The draw. There we go. You got it. Roma versus Lazio. These are uh, local rivals. They're both Roman teams, really. Lazio being like the surrounding area around Rome. And uh, it's plus 265 in this rivalry game. So I like that. All right. If you want to put them all three together, and I I know you do, Wayne. (laughs) 22 to 1. 20, nice. I love it. There are no ifs on this. Come on, throw the money out there. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta recoup a few dollars here. <laughs> <laughs> One of these parlays is overdue, buddy. I think this could be the week. Yeah, yeah, I'm feeling it. Clegg's corner, soccer people, get involved. Quick, uh, very brief recap of our of our couple of picks here for the, for the Pro Bowl. We're going under fifty and a half, and we're taking the AFC. Uh, throw a little money on it. You know what I mean? There's, it's, uh, there's only two football games left. We have this one and the big one next week. And uh, Clegg's Corner, we have uh, Red Bull Leipzig over Eintracht Frankfurt. I think I got that, that right. Sounds right. Yeah, good. Uh, to win, uh, a Red Bull to win. Then we have two draws: Celta Vigo to draw with Ibar and Roma and Lazio to draw. Juicy odds on that uh, on that parlay: twenty-two to one. And uh, and start jumping in, dabble in in hoops. We're gonna we're gonna send. I will send out some uh, Saturday morning plays on college hoops. It's been it's been great. Dogs winning. Covering out, covering and winning outright. It's uh, it's going to be an exciting uh, NCAA season coming up with football coming to a close. It's a great time. Of, yeah, this is the time of year where I start paying attention to it. Oh, I, I so really awesome. do, and it, and things are heating up. You got all the conference matchups, and then leading into the conference tournaments and March Madness. So it's it's great. And the uh, NHL uh, uh, All Star Game this weekend as well is always fun to tune into. Any uh, anything we want to uh, plug? Well, all right. I'm not going to plug. I'm going to rant. All instead right. Of plug. I'm going like to give it. a little rant on the new format. I, I watched over the weekend. I had an I had an underbet in the Knicks game. Oh boy. I'm a, I'm a long suffering Knicks fan. I rarely watch them, so I got I had to wa- I watched some of it. I watched the very end, and they they were in it. It was against the Sixers. Of course, they lost. I watched the Knicks game. It was like I was watching, uh, like, like I'd gotten out of a bad relationship. Basically, I used to be a fan. I'm looking. They're showing the fans. The fans are into it. They're excited, and I'm looking. I'm like, I used to be that person. I used to have hope for the Knicks. I can't believe I, I ever loved this person. It's hard to believe. And I <laughs> guess team. there are people out there. I, w- I wonder about this. And if anyone who's a listener and is a Knicks fan and feels this way, please write to the podcast because I'd love to hear from you. Are there people who actually have hope? Like if the Knicks roll off two or three wins in a row, are people like, oh, we're going to the playoffs. We finally figured it out. Because from the outside looking in, they are a terrible franchise. They're not going anywhere anytime soon. They're just terrible. A ton terrible. of season ticket holders oh. still believe it's insane. I, I think I've mentioned this before. I finally got – I've only I've been to one game in my life. It's a very – it used to be – it's a hot ticket. Uh, three years ago I went. They never had the lead. They got smoked by the Mavericks. They never had the lead. I go, this is what people are paying all this money for. It's It's brutal. It's brutal. They're just terrible, badly run, and it's a shame because New York is like the mecca of of basketball, you know. And so many great players come from New York. People would love to play for the Knicks if they were good, but they're just bad ownership, badly run for years. It's it's really a shame. It's uh, it's it's terrible, unwatchable. Right. And, he's, and there's so much exciting. The NBA is actually pretty exciting now these days. There's a lot of a uh, lot of superstars in the league, and uh, but the Knicks are not a part of that. 
Do you have anything to plug or rant? I mean, I'm going to plug the podcast. Go I ahead, usually, uh, I don't have a rant. To, I mean, I have a number of Moving rants. Moving forward, we should have Bubba's rants I'm as part of the, this, every once uh, in a while part of the show. You know what? I'll good. rant about myself briefly. I Fool me once. I, I Historically speaking, so when it, you know, like uh, when when uh, when Tennessee was was winning the game, there's, you just bet the other way. You, there's a way to safeguard your bet, and you hit like what's called a middle. So uh, you bet KC when they're down, and then you have a free roll, and I do this all the time and two weeks in a row I refused stubborn stubborn I'm ranting about myself stubborn stupid Salvatore <laughs> refuse two weeks in a row throw a little money on KC just to protect my bet you throw it in live I mean I mean the week before when they were playing Houston you could have gotten them plus 350 and and you, you know you have a chance to win both ways if, if KC wins and you know and Houston kind of covers and I, I just I, I just will not I just stick to my guns which I, I rarely do I, I love chasing Middleton? I just couldn't. It's unbelievable that it, offense. It, and historically, you like betting middle. I'm I not a big middle middles. guy. You love middle. There's only burned. one person I that we know who might love middles more than you, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Uh, bon oh. Vivant himself, Mr. Oh. Uh, Bill Lesko. Bill he's Lesko big, sometimes he's has, Mi- he has seven <laughs> different middles going. He needs he like a many different. Precise. It's like a Venn diagram, <laughs> and if he hits the exact center bullseye, he cleans oh. up. It's, it's like he, he, well, that's how he's like plays a gamble. <laughs> it's a beautiful mind. There's right, all exactly. sorts of numbers That's and right. charts going through his head. Those would have been two matchups where oh, you'd want to bet a middle, too, stubborn, right? My stubborn, yeah, well. stubborn, I refuse to do it. Uh, and uh, again, quickly, the podcast is going to be live. Carpe Diem, Hoboken, New Jersey, on Friday, January 31st, 6 o'clock, rolling into uh, into birthday drinks for the uh, the host here. My birthday is Saturday, and then the Super Bowl Sunday. I... Uh, I, I suggest you know I, I know what I'll be doing. I'll be uh, I'll be I'll be starting probably around five o'clock with my first cocktail and uh, shutting it down Monday. Hopefully with a lot of money. Hopefully in my with a lot of money. And I want to just mention Rick Collins is is hopefully going to be at the live. Uh, but we're going to get in touch with the contest winners and, contest and, and work winners. that. Rick and Collins work that out. owes yeah. some people some drinks. Yeah, so we're going to work that He's out. And, open and the up fact his, that uh, Tennessee, law, he was going to be on his way to Miami right now. So maybe sadly for him, he's good. But good for us. We'll have yeah, he'll be at the podcast. You can so. ask him all about his Titans and what happened. He might be a little grouchy, buddy. He, he's going to spend some of his communion money and buy drinks for people. So oh, uh, good. Yeah. So come on out um, and, uh, you know, get involved. College Hoops, big podcast. We're going to have a lot of props and the big game right around the corner. If you like what you heard, please subscribe. We're on Apple, Android, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also subscribe at our website, picksfromtheyard.com. Visit the website for all of our archived and bonus episodes and more content. For comments, criticisms, and challenges to Wayne, email us at pftypod at gmail.com, and we'll be sure to get back to you. Join the conversation on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We're at pftypod on social media. Remember, gambling on sports is entertainment. Please don't overdo it. If you or someone you know is in over their head, call 800-GAMBLER for help. The Picks from the Yard podcast is produced by Van Vors Films in Hoboken, New Jersey. Our music is Anticipation by the Gefkins. Check them out on Spotify. We'll be back next week. Get involved.